Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we have titled this particular episode Jazz Treasures. And the reason for that is, um, you know, I listen to a lot of music to begin with. Um, And I listen to a great deal of music every single day. Uh, But since this crazy pandemic has begun, um, I've dedicated, uh, I I basically decided that uh, I was going to dedicate every day to listen to one, at least one, album completely uninterrupted one jazz album completely interrupted from my my library and in doing so I've uncovered so many great tracks that I'd forgotten because you know you get into different phases and you want to listen like all the Brubecks or all the John Zorns or you know this period of the the Ellington Orchestra or whatever you know um, Electric Miles Davis later John Coltrane you get the idea but in doing this randomly, just one full album uninterrupted a day, I found so many uh, jazz treasure tracks that I just have felt compelled to keep coming back to. It's like, damn, that's so good. That tune is so good. It just feels good to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? And so with that said, I thought, hey, this would be a great podcast episode to share some of the joy that I found and rediscovering these jazz treasure tracks. So what we've got here on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast is 21 of these tracks that I keep coming back to that have become these kind of jazz treasure tracks. So sit back, enjoy, grab yourself a drink or a snack, relax, and uh, hopefully you'll dig these 21 jazz treasure tracks. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Satisfied and hurt so bad, I almost cried. 
smooth track that I absolutely love that beat to. And that track is called Sometimes I Cry. And it comes from Les McCann's 1973 album, Layers, on Atlantic Records. Thanks to Joel Dorn for producing that. It's basically all Les McCann and then just some drums and bass, you know. Uh, but this is before the whole bass and drum movement. You know, Jimmy Rouser is on bass, but Donald Dean is on drums, bells, and percussion. Ralph McDonald is on congas, bells, and percussion. Buck Clark is on congas, bongos, blocks, bells, and percussion. But it's Les. Les McCann on the timpani, drums, clavinet, piano, electric piano, and arp synthesizer. And total futuristic music way ahead of its time is actually recorded in November of 72 but not released until 73 just gorgeous groovy ass music and then before that we heard some more funky music (laughs) with Horace Silver uh, with a tune called Free at Last and it comes from his 1997 Impulse album A Prescription for the blues featured Lewis Hayes on the drums Ron Carter on the bass and the Brecker brothers in the horn seats Randy Brecker on trumpet Michael Brecker on tenor saxophone this is the second time that the Brecker brothers have worked with Horace Silver uh, the first being in pursuit of the 27th man on Blue Note Records but this is um, produced by Tommy LaPuma great Cleveland native um produced some awesome albums, uh, including Miles Davis's Tutu, uh, Diana Crawl, lots of great stuff. But um, what's cool about this track that it just it drew me in, free at last, is that it's kind of a, a harken back to the Baghdad Blues from Horace Silver's Blue Note album, Blowing the Blues Away. It kind of had that same... Safardi slash Phrygian kind of vibe to it. You know, if you want to get really nerdy and theoretical, you could say like that harmonic minor thing going on. <laughs> but um, Horace Silverman, God bless. You just got to love Horace in all phases and aspects. Um, yeah, and then we started off the set with uh, the great Ella Fitzgerald. You know, I'm not one of these cats that just because I play saxophone, you know, <laughs> I uh, I just listen to like horn players. I absolutely love vocalists. Um, ev- everybody from June Christie to Ella to Lady Day, especially Lady Day. Um, Donna Washington, Sarah Vaughn. I love them. Love them. You know, and um, you know I'm a proud Ellingtonian. Uh, as you can go back through my podcast and see that there's quite a number of Duke Ellington uh, themed podcasts. But I revisited this album because uh, I was, um, I had revisited already some of Ella's songbook series. You know, Ella sings Cole Porter songbook, the Gershwin songbook, the Jerome Kern songbook. And then there's also the Duke Ellington songbook. And then I said, oh, but there's this other album. So I checked it out. And, um, it's about halfway through the album, and it's a track called Imagine My Frustration. And it just, it rocks. It really does. I mean, um, 
it's an incredible album. It was 1965, but um, the the band's just on fire, and Ella is just delivering it out. And it sounds like it could be a Donna Washington tune with like the Quincy Jones Orchestra from back in the day, but it's not. It's Ella and it's Duke, and um, the cats who are really sending this thing off is um, of course Ella on the vocals, but Cat Anderson. Herbie Jones, Cootie Williams in the trumpet section. You definitely heard Cat Anderson screeching those notes. Uh, Lawrence Brown, Chuck Connors, and Buster Cooper on the trombone. Jimmy Hamilton on clarinet and tenor. Russell Prokop on alto and clarinet. The great Johnny Hodges on alto sax. Paul Gonzalez on the tenor sax. And Harry Carney really laying that very sax. Just anchoring it down, man. Chorus Dukes on the piano, John Lamb's on the bass, Sam Woodyard is on the drums, and the whole band is just killing it. And it's uh, from an album on Verve Records called Ella at Duke's Place. The whole album is fantastic. Um, but yeah, man, that Imagine My Frustration just sends me, and I just keep coming back and back and back to it. Um, quick PSA. Remember, you can find the Dodge Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Uh, feel free to like us, follow us, etc., and share it with your friends. Also, if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, that would certainly help us out. Uh, we're not in this for money. We're in this just to spread the gospel of great jazz music. So, And to help uh, cure whatever ails you and your mind off of a lot of the modern day stresses and burdens so that's what we're here to do also if you'd like to check out our website you can find information for every episode with the tracks and the album art that way if you're interested in buying some of this music for yourself you know exactly what to look for so in order to go there just go to the website address which is dr jazz podcast dr j a zzpodcast.wordpress.com and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter you can do so at ndhjazz alright now enough of the PSA I'm not going to do any more talking let's get back to some great jazz treasure tracks you're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast sitting around the house the other day looking at TV watching those football players play my team was losing so it wasn't even funny and old dumb me I bet all my rent money I got so shook I could hardly even talk so I got my base and we went for a walk we started walking Now the bass and I, we got a great thing going. We stand on the corner and see what legs are showing. Some of the girls that walk by don't like the look of my face, but 
every last one says, can I pluck that bass? And I say, no, 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 you just keep walking. We must have walked, oh, a mile or more. Finally, I commenced getting tired because my feet was getting sore. So I said, bass, we've walked pretty far. Let's go have a taste in this soulful looking bar. So we walked in and ordered two. And the bartender, he's standing there like he don't know what to do. So I said, hey man, why that blank look on your face? He said, first time in my life I've ever seen a drinking bass and we went walking. We must have had, oh, round after round. Finally, I got so I thought my insides would drown. I mean, every time I looked down, I saw him shake like jelly. And I can't drink as much as this bass, it's got a much bigger belly. So I said, bass, after we get these last two down, let's uh, make ourselves homeward bound. And we tried to walk, we was pretty toe up. Quit leaning on me, you fiddle with a thyroid problem. I mean, I was seeing double. Face, that is. Well, by the time I got home, I'd straightened up. So I walked in my house and said, Hi, Buttercup. She said, Uh huh, JC, I can tell by that look on your face. You, you've been out drinking again. You and that dad gum drunken base. Now, now we ain't got no money, and, and we can't pay the rent. And where are we gonna sleep? Are we gonna sleep in that old funky tent? And I said, you jive, ma. Get out of my face. I don't need you. I've got my base. And we went walking. So if you've got domestic problems, or whatever may be the case, just save a little money and go buy a base. And when your mate starts that nagging talking, you can just say, shut up. You grab your base and go walking. Now you might say, spend all that money. It's only made of wood, but you can tell by its shape it must be some kind of good. Let's go walking.
right. So that's a tune called Panefa, or Panefa. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but it's um, Method of Defiance uh, off their album Enamorata, featuring the great Herbie Hancock. Yeah, and if you looked at this album just on its cover, this is why you should never, ever judge something by the cover alone. If you looked at this album uh, cover in a record store, then you would swear that this is like one of those, like, absolutely, like, speed metal sort of albums, because it's got, like, the font of, like you know, Arch Enemy or something like that. And it's got, uh, or like a Dio album. And uh, it's just got like a very dark cover and everything. And this is from 2007. And But if you turn on the back, you'll see all the the, the people who have been sampled and who play on this album. Uh, and I'm just going to list them because it's incredible. Incredible. Pharaoh Sanders... Bill Laswell, Paradox, Submerged, Herbie Hancock, John Zorn, Black Sun Empire, The Masada String Trio, Buckethead, Amit, Outrage, Toshinori Kondo, R.I.P. to Toshinori, Nils Peter Mulver, SPL, Fanu, Pete Cozy, yeah, Pete Cozy, y'all, Karsh Kale, Corrupt Souls, D-Star, Dave Liebman, Bernie Worrell, Evil Intent, Craig Taborn, Graham Hayes, and Bayard Lancaster. <coughs> so, just an incredible album. I mean, just every track is just killer. And I mean, like I said, you would never, ever, 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 ever look twice at it if you were in a record store, if you didn't know what you were looking for. So, Method of Defiance, an album called Enamorata. That's what that last track was, Panefa, or Panefa, featuring Herbie Hancock. Before that, we heard from, as, as they say in Monty Python, something completely different. We heard from the great Perez Prado, um, Mr. Original Mambo Number no. 5, uh, from the best of Perez Prado, we heard Quien Sera, which is also known as Sway, you know, if you're a fan of Dean Martin. Uh, but there's something about the organ and the, like, surfer guitar and that beat with it. It's one of my favorite Perez Prado tunes. And I just have, like, this this vivid image in my head. You know, I have, I'm a, I have a very vivid imagination. But I have this very vivid image in my head of like Mike Patton and like a all black convertible, like a fifties convertible, riding in the California sun to like a taco truck, and he's like blasting this from his car, you know, with the the top down. He's got sunglasses on, and he's like blasting this right before it goes into like the theme from the Munsters. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know why, but these like little images play in my head, so. Yeah, you're welcome, and you're all entertained more for it, so there you go. Um, And then we started off the set with the Clayton brothers, John Clayton and um, Jeff Clayton, and um, yeah, we heard Walkin' Bass from their album Brother to Brother, 
and that is one of my favorite funny little tunes. I, I think it's kind of carrying on that same uh, thing that Louis Armstrong and Dizzy did, Clark Terry did. You know, there's just certain things that when you just kind of tell a funny story and it's short and sweet, you know what I mean? It's just great. And that's the very first time I've ever heard that that slam on a bass, you know, and like, get away from me, you fiddle with a thyroid condition. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> That's great. That's just great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that, I remember coming back to that song and going, man, it's been too long since I've heard that song. I just absolutely love it. Puts a smile on my face and hopefully it did yours too. So there you go. So the Clayton Brothers walking bass. And uh, yeah, good stuff. All right, so completely different stuff in this next set, guaranteed, okay? No Mike Patton images, okay? <laughs> uh, we're going to actually start off on something completely out of left field, the Benny Goodman Orchestra, and here is Mazel. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Well, podcast. this is a little ditty called Il Torto la Forenzo la Transo Minestrone Statazit. <laughs> Uh, Benny, what does that mean in English? Well, I don't know. I think they call it mazel, and translated, it, it means good luck. Oh, swell. Let's hear it, Benny. <laughs> Thank you. 
contact Anybody chat that clap get clapped back Don't wanna take my country back me I wanna take my country forward Don't wanna hear that racist clap chat Chat that chat get clapped back Don't wanna take my country back me I wanna take my country forward Chat! Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised the shop and leave the loop behind? Who raised
powerful, powerful music. Mm. That is Shibaka Hutchings, the British saxophone player who is really hot on the scene right now, not only uh, with, you know, um, various groups uh, like um, The Comet Is Coming, which is kind of this um, apocalyptic jazz trio, but with the group that we just heard, which is The Sons of Kemet, K-E-M-E-T. And this is a 2018 release on Impulse Records called Your Queen is a Reptile. And there are nine tracks, and each track is My Queen Is, and then different um, homages. So, like, there's Harriet Tubman, Angela Davis, uh, Ada Eastman. But the one that we just heard right there was the last track, My Queen Is Doreen Lawrence. And if that name doesn't mean much to you, uh, let me fill you in real quick. Doreen Lawrence um, <clears throat> is a British J- Jamaican campaigner and the mother of Stephen Lawrence. Now, Stephen Lawrence was a teenager, a black British teenager, who was murdered in an attack in southeast London in 1993. And what Doreen Lawrence did was she promoted uh, police reforms and founded the Stephen Lawrence Charitable Trust. She was appointed to the Order of the British Empire, OBE, for services to community relations in 2003. She was she uh, created she was created a life peer in 2013, and she served as Chancellor of De Montfort University in Leicester from January 2016 to January 2020. She's still alive. Uh, she's 71 years old. Um, but an amazing um, amount of work that she has done in Britain. And um, it's just, it's crazy. She was just this past year in April 2020 uh, appointed as a race relations advisor to the Labor Party. Um, you know, it's just. It's just crazy, you know. But um, she, she in the 2012 Olympics, she held the Olympic flag with seven others. Um, there's even a painting by Chris Ophelia in 1998 called No Woman, No Cry. And it's a portrait of her crying. And in each tear is a son of her image, is, is a image of her son, Stephen, in each tear. Um, yeah, it's and that's in the Tate Gallery. So, um it's in, it's incredible, you know, and so you hear all that um, in the music of the Sons of Commit, you know, and it's just it's incredible, incredibly powerful. Not only not only on a social level, social awareness level, but on a musical level, it's just very pulsating music. It's very like it's got blood in the music. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, if you dig, if you dig that, you should check out some more Sons of Commit or just more Shabaka Hutchings. Um, like I said, he's got another group called the Comet is Coming and that's incredible music too, but it's 
more like his electric group, so to speak. Like this is his acoustic group and that's his electric group. So, um, but yeah, man, it's been a, a little while since I've heard this album and then I just, I heard it and it just brought all those feelings back, you know? So, uh, before that <clears throat> we took you back to the future, 1983, we uh, heard the great Al Demiola from his album Scenario. We heard Sequencer, <laughs> which just, I don't know, it, to me, like, here's the vivid imagination again. That should be, like, the new theme for, like, Knight Rider with Hasselhoff and Kit. You know what I mean? So you can imagine that, like, you know, and all the little names go by, you know. By the way, did everybody know this, that Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World is the voice of Kit the car in Knight Rider? It's just that... Anyway. <clears throat> Before that, we heard the great King of Swing, Benny Goodman, with a tune called Mazel, uh, which means good luck. And it comes from this laser light digital CD. You know, I, I, I started out listening to big bands. Basie, Ellington, Goodman, Miller, Artie Shaw, Tommy Dorsey, Woody Herman, the whole, you know bag of big bands. That's how I actually got started. That in Dixieland. You know, like trad jazz, New Orleans stuff. But, um, so I've been revisiting some of these old things, and I used to try to go when I was in high school and find the cheapest stuff, you know, that I could find with tunes that I'd, I'd nev- I didn't have on other discs, you know what I mean, on other CDs. And Laser Light was always a great one, because it was like five ninety nine, three ninety nine for a whole CD. And there's 13 tracks on here, and yeah, it's got Sing 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 and, you know, Jumping at the Woodside. But um, they've also got, like, Benny Goodman and his orchestra playing uh, a version of String of Pearls, which is really cool. Uh, Moonface and Starry-Eyed from Langston Hughes and Kurt Vile, You know, super cool. But then this uh, little tune by Jack Beekman and Artie Wayne. Uh, it's called Mazel, and I just loved the melody, and I thought it was a very cool little melody. So, yeah. Um, and it comes from the Laser Light digital recording, the Benny Goodman Orchestra. So I know that's not very descriptive, but once again, if you go to the website, then you can see the, the cover, and you can order that or look for it if you really like Mazel. So, um, wow, that was quite a trio there. Benny Goodman, Al Demiola, and Shabaka Hutchings. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, once again, that website, if you're interested in any of those three, is Dr. Jazz Podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. Love to hear from you. So, um, okay, let's get on with our next set. Looks like we've got um, a tinge in New Orleans and beyond. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Jazz Treasure Tracks episode here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
But I've no pants on Your love belongs to me But I've no pants on At night when you're asleep But I've no pants on Into your tent I'll creep But I've no pants on Oh, the stars that shine above But I've no pants on We're like our way to love But I've no pants on You rule well with me without no pain I'm the sheik, sheik of Araby Oh I'm the sheik yeah. of Araby He's naked this jaybird Your love belongs to me He's naked this jaybird At night yeah. when you're asleep He's naked this jaybird Into your tent I'll creep You naked this jaybird Oh the stars that shine above You naked as jaybird We're like our way to love When you naked as jaybird You rule this world with me You naked as jaybird We're the sheets of
Something old, something new. Something from outer space from me to you. That was The Great Sun Ra. And his solar orchestra from their album On Jupiter. We heard the galactic disco tune. (laughs) UFO. I don't know. There's so many cool Sun Ra tunes, man. I mean, where do you go? <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> you could go in a hundred different directions. Uh, or infinite directions. There you go. I don't know. I just love Sun Ra. Sun Ra is one of those cats that either you love or you hate. You know? Uh, it's kind of like Zappa. Like Zorn. You know? You either love them or you hate them. So. Yeah. Cool, cool grooves from Sun Ra. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that's 
man, I've been checking out some Sun Ra, revisiting some Sun Ra, you know, during this uh, pandemic and listening to different albums every day. It's always a a great uh, palate cleanser, you know what I mean? And it always leaves you just bopping your head. So if you haven't really delved into some Sun Ra, might I suggest On Jupiter? That's a great album, you know. Um, yeah, and before that, we heard from Branford Marsalis and his quartet uh, from his, let's see the year here, 2000 album, Contemporary Jazz. And um, killer album. I mean, you know, just overall. Um, and it features Eric Rivas on the bass, which we heard um, intro do his bass intro to that song. Uh, Jeff Tane Watts on the drums, Joey Calderazzo on the piano, and of course Branford on the saxophones. Uh, we heard the track Count Ronius Rex, which was actually written by Tane. It's written by Jeff Tane Watts, who's a great composer, by the way, besides a great drummer. You know, he's got a great album called Bar Talk. Not to be confused with Bar Talk, but Bar Talk. B-A-R-T-A-L-K. I'm sure that's a pun tongue-in-cheek, but um, <clears throat> great tracks on this album. There's seven tracks. Um, Requiem, Tane Mutiny, Cheek to Cheek, In the Crease, but Count Rodius Rex is the last track, and it's just absolutely gorgeous killer. I've seen this this quartet in person, and they're fantastic. You know, um, I saw them in a botanical garden concert, and um, the the encore was Branford coming back out to play Resolution from Coltrane's Love Supreme. And, you know, I got to talk to him afterwards. He's like, I just thanked him for playing Coltrane and, and for playing, period, just all of his music. He's like, hey, somebody's got big ears. All right. <laughs> um, which is true. But the inside of the album is very uh, poignant, too. I wanted to make sure I brought attention to that as well. I said, this album which is released in 2000, as I said, is dedicated to the memory of Grover Washington Jr., Milt Jackson, Gilbert Anderson, Jenny Evans, Charles Erland, Jan Carter, Essie Green Edmondson, and Tim Green. So, um, yeah. I, 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 right before this album, there's a sticker on the front that says, the follow-up to the Grammy-nominated Requiem. So... Obviously, this is kind of a, a period of time in which Branford was going through some things and his band, and um, we're better for it because the result is great music. You know, out of great tragedy comes great art, right? So, there you have it. Um, but yeah, the album, once again, is Contemporary Jazz, and the track is Count Ronius Rex. And then we started off the track, the the set with the track, <clears throat> the Sheik of Araby, which is an old, 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 old classic. And we heard it performed by the great Kid Ori, and uh, it comes from disc two of the Mosaic series, the complete Kid Ori Verve sessions. Now, Kid Ori is one of those old New Orleans cats. He's, you know, he played with Louis Armstrong and the Hot Fives, and he played with uh, King Oliver, and um, 
He also made an appearance in the Benny Goodman story with Steve Allen, you know, documenting Benny Goodman's life. But he is an incredible trombone player. Incredible trombone player. Um, so, and, you know, I was going back and I was revisiting some Kid Ori albums. And no doubt this one stuck out because I was giggling the whole way through. Because this is, to me, this is Kid Ori saying, like, yeah, Michael Scott, who? I was the first one to say, like, that's what she said. Because after every phrase of the Sheik of Arabi's lyrics, you know, without no pants on, without no pants on, so, and it just made it more funny. So, um, and that's totally uh, New Orleans style humor. You know what I mean? I could see any band doing that down on Frenchman Street. So, um, maybe they should start adding in that version by Kid Ori. So, if they haven't already, so there you go. Uh, so, so yeah, Kid Ori, Branford Marsalis, and Sun Ra. If not anything, at least you got to admit that this whole podcast is diverse for this one, this episode. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, listen, uh, PSA time. Remember, you can find the Dr. Jazz podcast wherever you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And uh, you can subscribe. You can like. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you write a, a review. If you can, remember, we're not in this to make any money. We're not making any money. In fact, we're paying monthly fees to SoundCloud so that we can upload. <laughs> so we're paying uh, to provide you awesome music. So, um, yeah, any kind words would be very helpful and appreciative. Uh, you can also go to our website to find out tracks and information album art for each episode uh and that's dr jazz podcast d-r-j-a-z-z podcast dot wordpress dot com and you can also follow us on twitter at n-d-h jazz so we look forward to hearing from you uh even if it's just to take five minutes to go love it hate it it's cool (laughs) it sucks whatever you know um But yeah, and um, we got some more great music coming here for you. So thank you for listening, and let's get to another great set of music.
the Barefoot Sunday Blues. Yes, that's the Barefoot Sunday Blues by the great Cannonball Adderley. <laughs> that's my best Cannonball impersonation. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's definitely a Cannonball tune. You cannot mistake Cannonball's tone for anybody else. Uh, and just a killer fun little romp right there. Barefoot Sunday Blues from his album on Capitol Records, Cannonball Adderley Takes Charge. 1963. Um, yeah. And uh, backing him up, Wynton Kelly on the piano, Percy Heath on the bass, and Tootie Heath on the drums. So awesome, awesome stuff going on right there. Not to mention, other tracks on the album feature Jimmy Cobb, Paul Chambers, and Wynton Kelly, along with Cannonball, which is the old kind of blue crew. You know, so that's just makes the whole album even more just worth totally checking out. Um, I love Cannonball. I'm an alto sax player, so it's kind of like I have to say that, but I really do. I love just his soul-drenched tone. I mean, every note it's just like dripping with soul, you know. And you just got to love Cannonball. Um, before that, we heard from Q, the great, the original Q. Let me put that, I forgot what, you know, world we live in right now. The one and only Q, Quincy Jones. We heard the theme from the Anderson tapes. And I know you're going, like, what in the world? Like, that's a, such a crazy track to, like, feature. Man, there's something just really funky about it. You know what I mean? I, I'm a child of the 70s. I was born in the 70s, so I saw a lot of reruns uh, of those 70s shows and movies on TV. And, um, yeah, man, it's just it takes me back. And it's also just a killer group. You've got Jerome Richardson, Hubert Laws, Pete Chrislieb on the All the Winds. You've got... And the trumpet and flugelhorn section, Ernest Royal, Eugene Young, Marvin Stamm, Joe Newman of Count Basie fame, Buddy Childers, and Freddie Hubbard. Come on, that's just unfair. Trombones, Wayne Andre, Garnett Brown, Dick Hickson, uh, let's see, Alan R Ralph, Rafe, and Tony Studd. On guitar, you've got Toots Tillmans. On harmonica and guitar, you've got Eric Gale, Jim Hall, Joe Beck, Arthur Adams, and Freddie Robinson. Come on. This is unfair when you're Quincy. Drums and percussion, Grady Tate, Paul Humphreys, Larry Bunker, and George Devins. Come on, man. Larry Bunker, who played with Bill Evans, Grady Tate, the, um, like the awesome Grady Tate. Keyboards, Bobby Scott, Bob James, Jackie Bayard, Monty Alexander, Joe Sample, Jimmy Smith on the organ, Dick Hyman. I mean, come on. On synthesizer, you've got Paul Beaver and Ed Kalehoff, Ray Brown on bass, Chuck Rainey on Fender bass, Bob Cranshaw on string bass, Carol Kay on Fender bass, and then miscellaneous, you've got Mel Jackson on vibes. And uh, Harry Lukowski on violins. I mean, just come on. So unfair. So, yeah, you know it's going to be awesome. And the whole album's really great. You've got Smackwater Jack, uh, which is the album that it comes from. 
uh, Cast Your Fate to the Wind, Ironside, What's Going On, Hickey Burr, Guitar Blues Odyssey, Brown Ballad by Ray Brown. I mean, come on, man. This is a star-studded album. There's, it's, it's No, there's no comparison. That's why. It's just it's awesome. You know what I mean? And that's probably what took my breath away is that it's just the whole album. And then the thing that one of the things that stuck with me was the Anderson tapes. I'm like, you know what? This song doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, we started off the set with a very, very cool tune, um, a very ethnic kind of world music tune uh, called Ya'anas, which translates to O People. And it featured um, El, Al Harewood on the drums, uh, Bilal Abdurrahman on the tambourine, Mike Hamway on the Darabeka, Jack Namim on the canoon, Name Karat. Karakand on the violin, the great Johnny Griffin on the tenor saxophone, and the leader of the session on the out and on the bass, Ahmed Abdul Malik. This dude is not, he didn't get near the coverage that he should, man. But he played bass with Thelonious Monk. He was a killer bass player. And then he's totally into this whole you know, Middle Eastern thing. And it's it comes from an album on Riverside Records called Jazz Sahara. Ahmed Abdul Malik's Middle Eastern Music with Johnny Griffin. And it's it's just it's full it's four tracks, but it's full of that kind of sound and that kind of vibe, you know. And he's got other albums that sound very similar, you know what I mean? If you like that kind of flavor in of jazz, you know, I do. I'm totally for it. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just, you got to hear Johnny Griffin, like, do his thing, man, and to hear, like, Bebop played over that kind of sort of thing. I mean, hell, I think he even quoted Salt Peanuts in there, so. But the back of the CD says, decades before the advent of quote-unquote world music, the bassist composer Ahmed Abdul-Malik, born in 1927, was playing a jazz-inflected version. Best known in jazz circles for his solid work with Randy Weston and Thelonious Monk, well, that's what I just said, Abdul-Malik, who is of Sudanese descent, used traditional Middle Eastern instruments like the Oud, on which he sometimes performed here, and melded indigenous scalar and rhythmic patterns with fiery minor key improvisations. Yeah. So, yeah, Jazz Sahara is a burning fusion of Middle East and West. I couldn't agree more. It's super hip, and, you know, expand your palate if you haven't checked out some Ahmed Abdul Malik. And if you're not sure how to spell that or what, you know, Jazz Sahara, you know, would look like, easy, just go to the website, and we've got all the info there. Track information and album covers. Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com Got you taken care of. Um, yeah, so cool set with uh, Ahmed um, Abdul Malik, Quincy Jones, and the great Cannonball Adderley. So we got two more sets coming at you. Um, some different stuff, no doubt, all the way around the board, and it's all good. So don't go anywhere. If you need to pause it, pause it, and grab yourself a drink or a snack if you haven't already. And let's get back to some groovy music. You are listening to the Jazz Treasure Track episode on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
the great Paul Motion. Mm. Killer stuff. <clears throat> that is a track called Tuesday Ends Saturday, written by Paul Motion. And it's from his 1975 ECM album, Tribute. One of my favorites. Um, it features, of course, Paul Motion on drums and percussion. The great Charlie Hayden, one of my bass heroes on the bass. Uh, Paul Metzke and Sam Brown on guitars. And Carlos Ward on the alto saxophone all throughout the album. Uh, a great version of War Orphans by Ornette Coleman. A killer version of Song for Shay uh, by Charlie Hayden's on this album. It, it's, it's only got five tracks, but it is chocked full. It's like TNT of just great musical moments. And it's been a long, long time since I've revisited this album. And when I did, man, I just I listened to it like two or three times over and over um, straight because it's just it's such moving music. It's it's simple yet it's emotional, you know. And uh, those looping electric guitars between Sam Brown and Paul Metzke, man, Whew. deep stuff. Deep stuff. And, and then you think about, like, the history of Paul Motion, you know? You think about, like, this is the same dude that had the electric bebop band and played with, like, you know, Chris Potter. This is the same dude that had the trio with Joe Lovano and Bill Frizzell. And that's killer music. Um, it should have happened a long time ago. I had the room above her. All that stuff. And then you think that this is Paul Motion. This is the same guy that was in the Keith Jarrett American Quartet with Dewey Redman and Charlie Hayden. And that's deep music. And then you go back further. And you say like, oh my God, this is Paul Motion. This is the same guy that was in the Bill Evans trio with Scott LaFaro for all those classic Bill Evans trio recordings. Waltz for Debbie. You know, live Sunday at the Village Vanguard. So, I don't know. Paul Motion, he is one of those... Um, Awesome, awesome, awesome dudes. That no matter where you pick up in Paul Motion's line throughout jazz history, it's incredible music. It really is. Um, and I don't know much information, but I know that there somebody is working on a documentary uh, on Paul Motion, and uh, I hope that it gets some some more um, you know buzz, and you know people really spread that around so um like i said I, I saw about a month ago when i was listening to this album um yeah that there was like i was just looking up information on paul motion and um there is a documentary that they're working on i don't know how widely it's going to be released but i certainly hope it is uh released very widely and on dvd not just blu-ray not just streaming because some of us do buy DVDs so we can go back and watch them over and over again and have people over eventually when things get back to normal and have like viewing parties so if anybody who's responsible for the motion documentary is listening or knows anybody who is please tell them to you know press it on DVD so yeah look that up cool stuff before that total difference we had a whole bass and drum set by the way we heard the great and unsung hero of the bebop era slim gaylord and we heard bassology featuring slim gaylord on vocals and slam stewart on the bass so yeah 
if you've ever, if you're like, where have I heard that name Slim Gaylor before? If there's probably a million songs that you could have heard him from, from um, the Cement Mixer, Patti Patti song, you know. Uh, there's also the thing, uh, the the track that he did with uh, Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie called Slim's Jam. Um, that's a good one. You've got uh, Yip Rock Heresy, um, Flatfoot Fluji, you know, uh, <laughs> tons of great songs. Splogum, uh, that's a bringer, that's a hanger, that's a drag. Lots of great numbers. Anyway, um, yeah, if you're really wanting some stuff that'll just uh, take your mind off things, Slim Gaylord is definitely it, man. And it comes from this album, this two-CD set that I've got that's really just a great overview of Slim's entire career. And it's called Slim Gaylord Out and Out Vout from Slim and Slam and Bama Rooty. So, yeah, he's kind of like a, a novelty act, but I just... I love little Auden and things like that. It's just, you know, you, you, it's a perfect foil to the deep music of like Paul Motion that I was just discussing. So you can have deep stuff. You can have political stuff. You can have moving things. You can have gorgeous things. And then to balance it out, I think that it's healthy to have some just like nonsensical novelty kind of jazz too, like Slim Gaylord. You know, there's, there's merit in that. So. That's my soapbox, and now I'm getting off. All right, so before that, we started off the set with one of my favorite drum solos, and it's by the great Max Roach. Uh, I could listen to Max just play drums all day. You know, you don't need horn men with Max. He's so lyrical, and it's so groovy. And we heard a tune called J.C. Moe's Jays, and it comes from his album on... Bay State Records solos and it's just six tracks of Max Roach soloing on the drums and I remember I wanted to pair the two songs in this podcast that really struck me because I heard this album and I said oh my god that track that we heard at the beginning of the set J.C. Mose J's is the exact drum beat that Shabaka Hutchings was using in the Sons of Comet with My Queen is Doreen Lawrence that we heard earlier. And, of course, Max recorded his first, you know, way before, you know, 2018. So um, so there's a nod there, and I don't know if necessarily the Sons of Kemet or Shabaka Hutchings knew that they were doing that or if it was intentional, but I caught it. And I'm sharing it with all y'all because I think that's super cool that there's kind of that nod to the past or either it's that connecting thread is just there. So Max Roach and Shabaka Hutchings joined at the hip by the beat. <laughs> so hopefully you dug that. All right, listen, we've got one more set of music and uh, it's three interesting ones. I will say that. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and get this uh, last PSA out of the way. Remember, you can find the Dr. Jazz podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, anywhere like that. Uh, please subscribe. Like us if you'd like. Remember, we're not making any money on this. We're just spreading the good news and the good vibes of jazz music um, because we know that it can help 
heal and soothe. And so uh, that's what we're here to do, to cure whatever it is that ails you. And um, check out our website for all info on all the tracks in case you want to buy some of these tracks and add them to your library or your collection. So that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And you can follow us on Twitter if you'd like at N-D-H Jazz. Love to hear from you if you got something to say. If you got a little bit of time to write a quick review, especially on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. All right. Enough of that. Let's get to our last set of great music. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get to it. Them a duty 
which shall not pass away. Thank <laughs> you. 
So we started off the set with a tune called Praise the Lord from Mary Lou Williams' album Black Christ of the Andes. I mean, <clears throat> she covers everything on this, talking about um, St. Martin de Porres, uh, all sorts of stuff. And Duke Ellington said that Mary Lou Williams was perpetually contemporary. She is like soul on soul. And that's Duke Ellington. So, I mean, I will say this. You know, sacred music isn't for everybody. But if there was more sacred music out there, like Duke Ellington's sacred uh, works, and that by Mary Lou Williams, oh my God, that's just, that's enough to convert anybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, and when they just, they're screaming and hollering, like, clap your hands, my word, I just want to hear Gregory Porter cover that, you know, because, I mean, uh, I've heard his liquid spirit, and I think that's right down his alley. So, man, just some great music by Mary Lou Williams. And she was like the Mother Teresa of the jazz world, by the way. Like, she stopped playing for like two years and opened up her home to musicians. And she, like, started like a thrift store in Harlem where all the proceeds would go towards musicians. 15% of her income would, like, go towards helping starving musicians and, you know, getting them medical attention and all this stuff. I mean, who does that? Mary Lou Williams, that's who. And she is an under, under, undersung hero in the jazz communities. And, you know, she should be revered. There should be statues of Mary Lou Williams everywhere. So that's my two cents on that. Before that, we heard a gorgeous, gorgeous tune um, from David Fathead Newman called I Wish You Love from his album House of David. And just those swirling organs and that that intro is just man taking you on a sonic exploration david fathead newman just celebrated a birthday just had a birthday you know what i mean so killer killer player best known for his work with ray charles but he is quoted as saying man all i ever wanted to do was be a great bebop player and he can play all sorts of styles very gorgeously. And on, that's on top of him being a great bebop player. So, And then we ended the whole thing with Duke Ellington. Because we started out with Ella and Duke, and I figured, hey, that's a great bookend. And it's a tune that, you know, even though I've heard tons and tons of Duke Ellington, certain things just hit you at certain moments. And I was going back and listening to the New Orleans Suite that Duke Ellington wrote, and... Um, there's a tune called The Second Line, and my word, just it just hit me. Like, it just absolutely hit me upside the head. And especially those pointed attacks. That's Ellington, baby. Nothing but Ellington. And blues clarinet wailing over the top. I mean, he's connected to that tradition, you know? So, there you go. Um, yeah, so Duke Ellington, David Fathead Newman, and Mary Lou Williams. There you go. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of uh, Jazz Treasure Tracks that uh, I've sh shared with y'all. and you know, Hopefully it's inspired you to go and listen to some records and dig up some tunes in your old, own collections uh, from your old records and hopefully buy some new ones that you've liked from this episode. So again, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate every one of y'all. And in the famous words of Duke Ellington, we love you madly. We wouldn't be anything without your support and your listening. So we do appreciate it. 
And um, as we always close and say, until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.